Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. All right, we want to welcome you, everybody. This is the Global Watch International Call. It is March 31st, 2023, 5 p.m. Jerusalem time, and we are heading towards Passover. And But this hour right now is Shabbat, and today's Shabbat is being led by Carolyn Hyde, our very own, and we are looking forward to a great time. This is really my favorite hour of the week. And Carolyn, we're just going to just speak a blessing over you, and then we'll turn it over to you. Father, I just thank you for Carolyn. I am so thankful for her deep commitment to you and to her perseverance and to her willingness to obey you and to go where you are calling her to go, even when she doesn't understand it. And we bless her and we bless her family, her sons who are doing incredible work in Israel there, and uh, her husband and uh, the whole family. We just declare the whole family is blessed. We just declare that your family, Carolyn, is like in Psalms 1, like a tr- like trees planted by streams of living water, whose leaf- leaves will not wither, who will bear its fruit in season, and everything that you and your family does will prosper. We just declare that over you in Yeshua's name, and we just declare that no weapon formed against you or your family will prosper. That means no illnesses, no tragedies, no accidents or injuries, no financial hardships, and we just declare that the joy of the Lord is your strength today in Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Wow, thank you. It's good to be back with you. It's been a little while. I've missed your smiling faces and as we've been traveling some, but yeah, good to be back with you all. Thank you, Sue and Fred, for the advice and the report about Washington, D.C., which is where we're headed. Bazrat Adon, with the help of God, the end of April. And Shanta is one who will be prayer walking with us. She felt called to join us. Yeah, very excited to get to meet you in person, Shanta. I thought today we would start out with a worship song that I'm going to do a recorded one because my piano is still not set up right. But this is one that's part of the Parashat Shavuah, the Torah portion of the week. So the Torah portion this week includes Leviticus 6.13, which is Esh Tamid Tukar Keep the fire on the altar. May the fire on the altar can be continually burning and it will never go out. And maybe I can try to do screen share. Let me see. I think I can do this. Susan, you need to make I'm gonna to make, make Carolyn co-host. Co-host. Ah, okay. Okay. No, you should. Okay. And then I can share screen. Sorry. Oh, no problem. <laughs> No problem. So share all the little things to do that I learned from Eliav and my son. Thank you. Nice to have high-tech people in your life. So this is dedicated to all the intercessors who pray for Israel and Aliyah. This is a song that Josh and Richard and I wrote together. Sacrifice of praise we offer to you. Keep the fire. 
eye in the sky is doing. It's looking down at us. I'm just going to read part of this and speak into it. So this is from last night. I saw that eye in the sky again, watching, continually shifting its shape and size as it would seem to disintegrate or deteriorate. But in reality, it was just digesting more information, becoming stronger and more effective at launching distractions and deception upon mankind. So upon awakening, I reflected on the scriptures that speak of the eyes of God. And because he looks down on us too, he looks down. And the enemy is also looking down. But of course, we know that the enemy is just a counterfeit of the one true creator. So this whole thought launched a whole word study that's been with me all day. And that's what I felt the Lord said to share. Now, as I said, shakaf means to look down or look down upon or reflect. But the modern Hebrew word shakaf, it means transparent. So I pondered its meaning and found a link to the eye from my dream, also in the scripture. In general, something that's transparent is obviously clear or even translucent, and you can see through it. But it's also capable of transmitting light or electromagnetic radiation, radio waves, x-rays, ultraviolet light, and so forth. While contemplating this, think about Exodus 14, 24, and consider what kind of force exists in God's eyes. Because it says, the scripture from Exodus 14, 24 says, he looked down, Hushakaf, on the army of the Egyptians during the morning watch through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he brought the army of the Egyptians into confusion. Wow. <laughs> and then also in Deuteronomy 26, 15, it's obviously Moses clearly understood the power and that dwells in God's eyes, as he cried out for him to look down from your holy dwelling place from heaven and bless your people and the land you've given us, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as you promised to our forefathers. So reflecting again on the eye in the sky, which transmits light and waves, as I read more scriptures with this word shakaf, I was led to reflect on 2 Kings 9, when an arch enemy, Shakaf, looked down. I'm talking about Jezebel. So when Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard about it. She put makeup on her eyes, adorned her head, and Shakaf looked down through the window. He Shakfa. Then the eunuchs also looked down and they threw down Jezebel at Jehu's command. So just a couple thoughts here. Jezebel and her eyes, she painted her eyes in disguise. Maybe she was trying to look more alluring as she looked down at Jehu, try to deceive him. But the eunuchs looked down in obedience. They threw her down. Two things to note here, just a little aside. The scripture says, it's just in the middle of this, out of nowhere, that at this time, God began to reduce the borders of Israel. Okay, keep that in mind. And another thing to keep in mind. So remember when Elisha sent a prophet to Jehu to anoint him, and he took him aside, anointed him, repeated what Elisha told him. Then he came back, and then Jehu went back to his fellow commanders, and they said, is everything all right? Why did this maniac come to you? And Jehu played with them and agreed with them and said, 
oh, the man and the sort of things he says. And then they said, that's not true. Tell us what he said. So obviously they were implying that prophets are crazy people, but deep down, they had respect for their words and deeds. So just a little side note there. Okay, back to the story. So Jehu cleansed the land of the bloodline of Ahab and Jezebel. He used a little deception in there, clever as a serpent, saying he wanted to worship Baal, so everybody come. And during that time, he killed all the prophets of Baal and all that. Now, that same spirit who lived in Jezebel was like that eye in the sky. It deteriorated as it digested new information, and then it returned even stronger in the form of another king's daughter, Athaliah. And this is where the watchman call was born for the global watch. I remembered that and it was like, wow. So there, there's something here to ponder as we consider that eye in the sky that continually looks down on the earth and it will one day be destroyed by the eye and the breath of God who continually looks down upon the earth for good. So this is just a few things to ponder. I want to give you some more scriptures that tie in with, but I feel like we have been so passive. Sometimes I feel like believers are almost too nice, too kind when it comes even to our enemies. And it's like, they're out, they're on a full assault against our children. The whole transgender thing, it is like what happened in Nashville. That was a full out assault um, that shouldn't have happened. And so we are not, and I'm saying me too, okay? I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but we, I believe that we have the power through the blood of Messiah, through the word, through the name above all names, Yeshua, we have the power to launch offensives. Now we need to use wisdom, obviously. We don't just go out there alone. This is always something that where Yeshua always sent out people two by two, at least. So yeah, we don't go doing these things alone, but it just really, yeah. And so I, this is what I want to open up for prayer into. We could read some of these scriptures that I posted here that include the word, but just Maybe before we launch into prayer, does anybody have any questions or any like comments? I do. When you were talking this scripture out of Second Chronicles 16, 9 came to mind that for the eyes of the Lord search throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And that was right in the middle of massive war. I'm wondering what wow. What's, what causes the eye to deteriorate, I think sometimes is God's res our response to the, the distractions, the discouragement, all the deception, all of that. And one other thing on the way back from DC yesterday, I was reading in the Spiritual Life Bible where they explain something about homosexuality and all this transgenderism that's erupting now, but they were basically explaining Romans 1 that when this erupts, it's a sign of a culture's. And I feel like the, the global watch is being called out in the Athaliah moment to prepare the way for the Lord's return because there's a massive governmental shift about to happen. I don't know when it could be, any, but I think there's a big picture unfolding with this eye and I could definitely feel it. I could tell where it was stronger 
and I could tell where it was weaker in Washington, D.C. Wow. I just want to add to that, when to confirm that when I was pondering Yeshua cursing the fig tree and what happened during that time, I decided when I woke up after either the first or second dream of the eye in the sky, I decided to, on, on the Bible, you can listen to it. Sometimes I like to listen to the word and just lay there quietly in, in bed and just listen and so I was listening to the whole chapter. I put it on repeat seven times because I really wanted to drill it in. And every time it got to the part where Yeshua cursed the fig tree and it withered, I fell asleep and I missed it. And I, that's what's happening. It's just causing this, it's causing us to go to sleep. Yeah, I, and I will post the dream here so that if anybody wants to copy and paste that for later to look at it's actually it includes our report from our journey to the uk and what we saw there but any other comments before we go into prayer and really intercede about this eye in the sky i come to this exodus 14 13 where it says moses said to the people fear you not stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. And it's really too, that's the Lord says that to me the whole time. He says, you have to see, uh, stand still and see in the situation what I'm looking at. I always see the victory. You have to see the victory. You have to see the shift finished. You have to walk ahead of time, run out this chariot, run ahead of time, or to see what I see and speak it and declare it, because that's what we can do. The enemy cannot do that. He cannot, but we can, in the Lord, we can speak, because the Lord shows it, shows it to his prophets before he's doing it. So we have to declare it and speak it into being. So that's with this seeing, with this eye. It's the enemy is yeah, just a copycat. He's just doing like the same. So that's what just came up to me with the seeing. And to have a single eye, his eye, not an opinion or an, to, to really go for that. Elisha said to his servants, open their eyes that they see that there are much more for us than against us. So that's something of that, the counter. I don't know whether it is relevant, but I only just recently returned from Israel. And I know that there was one morning when we went to Sukkot Halal and did the worship in the morning, and it was clouds coming in. And from Sukkot Halal, you can mount Zion. And you can see also the Temple Mount and everything. And I was sitting by the window and what was to me looked like in the cloud, there was a Hebrew letter forming and I wrote it down as much as I could. So actually two, I found out now. And by the look of it, one was Ayin and the other one was a Yod. And I've only just found out what the this morning, what the second one was. And I haven't been able to actually look into it. Because the current being back here, it's been quite sweeping me away. But you may understand more about the meaning of the letters. But it was so uh, clear to me with the clouds. And it was really very distinct to me. So I just thought, because as soon as you said, I in the sky, because I understand Ayin, the letter Ayin means seeing. The letter Ayin means I. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. Your yeah. anaim are your eyes. One eye is ein. Oh. 
Also, okay. the name of a the Hebrew letter, Ayin, which is like this. It's the last letter in the name of Yeshua. And Yod, but the thing is... Yod by itself you, can stand for Adonai. And the thing is, if just to let you know, because the Hebrew, you read from the right to the left. Yes. Yeah. And it was the usual yeah. So it was the Ayin on the right and the Yod on the left. If... That's important. I don't know, but I thought I share that here as well. It so the yud came first, and then the ayin. Not from a Hebrew point of view. Aha. Uh -huh. It was the eye first, and then the yud. Okay. Something in the morning. I had this picture when we had the watch of Israel. At the picture that Jesus is really like covering us with blood. With his blood it was like he was painting us with blood like body painting it was really like our bodies was really over with blood with his blood and then this blood changed into a coat into mental and and it was white pretty white and this white was like it went to be like foggy so people some people couldn't see us like we were in, we were not, what's the word? It was like unseen, not invisible. And people couldn't see us, we were unseen. We could see, but we could see each other, but people, other people couldn't see us because we were like, because of the white, it was like fog matching into the scene. And, and it was strange, I was thinking about it. And when I came home, I discovered the last week I came home and I was tired in school. It was very tough. A lot of children fasting because of Ramadan and you feel the atmosphere there. It's really cool. And so on. I was praying the whole time when I'm in school. I pray almost in tongues and be there and spread the blood over it. And yeah, and this today I came home and I was thinking, what is this? I'm, this tiredness is weird. It's not usual. And then it came to my mind that a friend of mine, she had an accident at home and she is staying very close to this tower, what you mentioned, this G tower. And the school is also very close to the 5G tower. I was thinking, wow, when you are bringing this up now, I think it's very important to, to cover us with the blood and also to be, to come against the spirit not just to say, okay, maybe it's like this or something, yeah? but really to say, no, we are not agreeing with this. And we are for eternal life, for his eternity, what he's promising, and to save lives. And Carolyn, get it together. Uh, I think what you're trying to say, Shoshana, is that we have to be aware of our thoughts because we can slide under this thing without even knowing it. And I had thoughts in Washington, D.C. that I realized, wait a minute, I'm under something here. That's not God. And it helped me get out of the fog. You can get into in a, in a different environments, especially foreign environments or environments that you're not familiar, going into different cities and start getting these thoughts and go, wait a minute, that's not God. And just be aware of that ourselves when we're under it. Yeah, that's the whole way that the enemy works is throwing these things at us to bring distraction, to take us off the track we're supposed to be on and so forth. I think, Johannes, you were saying it needs, this whole thing needs 
strategic prayers. Is the Lord showing you a direction how to pray into this? Yeah, I think that you should lead us. You have some experience, Carolyn, and maybe others will have, are going to have some impressions because this thing that you're talking about is pivotal in terms of uh, the spiritual realm above us, the second heaven, and we need to break through as a family of watchmen. I know there's many associations and thoughts and things like that, but it needs to be a Holy Spirit-led strategic prayer. Now, this is my feeling, but it's up to you. I'm happy to submit to all of you, I think, working together in this. I can lead, start off on a prayer, but I do want everyone to join in because I think that as usual, we all have puzzle pieces for each other. Some of us have a little bit of revelation, but then somebody else has more and we need it to come together so we can understand the big picture for what our role is in this. Yeah, so Father, we just humbly come to you. We thank you that we have access to your throne room through the power and the blood and the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And we thank you, Lord, that you give revelation, that your eyes are continually patrolling the earth, looking for those hearts who completely belong to you. And we just want to say today, yud heh vav God of heaven and earth, we completely belong to you and nobody else. And so we just thank you and praise you, Father, for coming into this conversation, for leading us, guiding us. Give us your word to declare to one another. Let this be a time of networking like never before. We know the eye in the sky is networking continually, but not in a good way. But help us to network in such a way that we can receive from one another and from you the missing pieces so that we can all walk in the fullness of what you've called us to walk in. We love you and we bless you. Shem Yeshua. Amen. Thank you, Carolyn. Shanta, go ahead. You have to unmute yourself. God of Israel, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. Thank you, God, that we serve. Our Abba, we cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring everything under the control of the Lord Yeshua. Father, be with us, O God, as every day we intercede. You, Lord God, Look into our hearts, look into our minds, Father, and let it align with your heart and your mind. The mind of Christ, you say, in the new covenant, Lord, we put on the mind of Christ so that we too can think like you, Father. We need that today. So, Father, we ask that you will be with Carolyn as she does her ministry with her family, Lord. And it's a strategic ministry that you've called. And you tell us, and the last minute, what to do, where to go, what to say. And that is so beautiful because we do not have to stress. We just have to obey. So we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord, as we commit ourselves to you to be led by the Spirit of God every minute of the day. And we give you all the glory in the mighty name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Shanta. Go ahead, Lena. Yeah, 
Father, I'm agreeing totally, Lord. We do take down those imagination, those thoughts in our own heads, Father. We <clears throat> ask your forgiveness, Lord, that we evaluate by our own eyes so often and then jump to conclusions. We make judgments out of insights and the mind that we have gained after eating from the tree of good and evil that we think in a worldly way and we make judgments according to our own perceptions, Lord, and we're, we feel pride that we have the wisdom to make these conclusions and to know what is going on. And Father, forgive us that we as your, we are your servants. We are your subjects of your kingdom governing in the earth, Father. Sorry. And Lord, we want to take down these thoughts. Lord, we want to change mindsets. We want to change the way we approach situations, Lord. I do feel like we have power. We are like police officers with guns in our hands that we need to learn how to use the authority, the power that God has given us. And the thoughts and the expectations become self-fulfilling prophecies i had a dream too a personal one and it had it was addressing my negative thought and that i'm walking into that negative situation unless i stop and lord i we stop we want to heal your heart we want eyes that can see what you're seeing we don't want to feed that with the power that we have and this the negative coming into effect but we want to see with your eyes we want to prophesy what you're saying Lord, we want to prophesy into building up your military base, your united coalition of nations that are in tune with you and are going to fulfill your prophecies, your heart intent for Israel, for our nations, for the world, that the nations will see and enter into the knowledge of God, that the fear of God will come upon men. Lord, we're agreeing like these uh, what Fred and Sue were prophesying with Washington, yes, it can be done. Yes, we can have a coalition, a united front that knows how to pray for our government together. Father, help us see what you are seeing and join you with it. We pray in, in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lena. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, just some thoughts from Daniel 9. I'll just read a couple of selected verses. In the first year of Darius' reign, I, Daniel, understood from scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem, so forth. And then he says, so I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer and petition. So revelation is important. And the timing, this was a timing issue. And we know that he pleaded with the Lord. And God released Gabriel, his messenger, Ark, and he said, as soon as you began to pray, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you. So, Lord, we just thank you for your spirit of revelation and, Lord, your timing in releasing the words that are important. So we pray, I pray, Lord, that we can be sensitive to your Holy Spirit and fully under your jurisdiction, Lord, and to give ourselves with a pure heart to pray according to what you give us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Michael. I just want to mention that passage is so important because God answers prayer, but the prayers, but the answers to the prayers don't always get to us right away. And it's easy for us to misinterpret 
oh God, how come you're not answering this prayer? Or what? why are we not seeing the answers? And it may be that there's just a tremendous amount of warfare over the answer. And it's just a, it's a fascinating passage to, to just study and contemplate. Anyways, thank you so much, Michael. All right, Johannes. Yeah, just a few minutes ago, when Carolyn shared about this dark eye in the sky. A little later on, I saw dwarves on the earth, which are demonic beings, little beings, and they're also spectating. And I think it all has to do with demonic intelligence or satanic intelligence watching. And we're in a spiritual pattern. I'm going to pray into this. We thank you, Lord, that you are on our side and that you're building your kingdom and that we are executing by prayer and by petition and by proclamation, what you are doing. We thank you, Lord, that you are the Passover lamb, especially today. We want to just lift you up as this lamb that was slain for us and shed his blood. And the blood is our protection. So, Lord, we place ourselves under your protection so that the enemy would go, would pass over our bodies, our, everything that belongs to us, even the pets and the, all the loved ones and the houses and the finances and the ministries, we would be protected by you and nothing, no earthly demonic being or second heaven being would ever be able to harm us. And we thank you, Lord, that you're doing this and that we can stand together as watchmen on the wall to watch and to see and to pray accordingly. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Johannes. All right, Dahlia. It just, what came to my mind was the song, first the father's eye is on the sparrow, surely he'll care for you. It's so simple. And it's the verse, 20, Matthew 10, 29. Aren't sparrows sold for next to nothing to Furnaceria? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's consent. As for you, every hair on your head has been counted. So do not be afraid. You're worth more than many sparrows. Father God, oh, all our hearts are for our, our children, your precious jewels, Lord God, over all the nations and Israel, Lord, Father God. We thank you how much you care, Lord, that you'll help us, Father, to with this enemy that's, you're so much greater, you, your spirit within us. So we just praise you, Lord, and we, we recognize your power and your love. In Yeshua's name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Dahlia. All right, Yuta. Yeah, I just want to read the scripture from Ephesians 2.6. And Abba, God himself, has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that's above the eye. Whoever puts an eye there, that's above. And Father, I thank you now that every fear has to fall. We are, that's our place in Christ Jesus. And it said that our God, Father, you yourself, you have raised us up together. And we are sitting in Christ Jesus in heavenly places, right at your side. And we are hearing, we are seeing you show us, us you teach us, you open the scriptures for us and you show us what you are doing. Thank you that every fear now falls away and that we know that you are above, you are the God of all powers. You are above the powers of the earth. Psalm 2, you are laughing. I'm always telling me that my, my daddy, my father is laughing and I just jump into his leg, lap because that's our place. 
And thank you, Lord. We, you teach us just to just wipe it all off because the blood of Jesus. In, and uh, we have the mind of Christ, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we have your mind and that we are clear, we are focused, we are sharp, and we can declare, speak that, declare that over us, that no weapon formed against us can and will prosper in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So good. Thank you, Utah. All right, Shoshana. Yes, this was a little bit the same as you that prayed. <laughs> and I thank you, Lord, that your blood is covering us and your blood is picking a better word and that you cleansed our minds, that you cleansed us white as snow, that we are not visible for accusation or anything else. And I thank you, Lord, that your word is the truth and our way where we can stand on, that you are our rock and that you gave us eternal life. And it's all about eternity. It's all about being together with you. And your face shine upon us. And this is the most important. You are watching over us, that you see us and that we can see you through your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are going to fill us more and more and that we see you more and more and that you lead us more in a deeper understanding of you, that we really step out of what we see with our eyes and we see with your eyes, Father God. I thank you for this. I thank you for, for your beautiful gift. Amen. Amen. All right, Carolyn, back to you. Amen. Amen, Suzanne. Yeah, a couple things. I had a like a vision that happened while we were praying. <clears throat> and basically, I saw a flight panel, like a dashboard on an airplane. And you know how it has those little dials and little knobs and things that you can tinker with. And each one of us was each one of those. One of you was a sliding panel, another one a little knob to turn. And and then I heard a sound, like, have you ever heard the way a symphony goes? When they first start out and they're all turn, tuning, it's like a cacophony of noise, and it's, they're not really playing any music at all. It's like, just all over the place. And then they all just come together, and they make one sound. And I see that's what God is wanting to do here with us as intercessors, is we're all kind of tuning our instruments and we're making, <laughs> <laughs> but eventually this is going to be the greatest symphony ever written because it's a Holy Spirit symphony. And, and he's going to use each one of us to do that. This is not about just people in Israel or just special ones. No, it's about all of us. We all have a role to play. And that, that was really special to just view that. It just came out of nowhere. Another thing that came to me, Petra, as you were talking about the Ein and the Yud, I, I didn't think about this at the time. Ein means I, and the letter Yud also means Yad. It's the same because the vowels don't matter in Hebrew. Okatcha, sorry. We don't read after the fourth grade, they don't use the vowels anymore, so you have to figure it out. But the letter Yud can be Yud or Yad. And that means hand. So you saw a hand and an eye. So maybe there was something 
to that. I don't know, but Caroline, excuse me to interrupt you. When you were speaking, I saw that you play you play the guitar, right? Sometimes I used to. I am limited mm. keyboard now because of my hand. Oh, because I saw somebody taking one string of your guitar away. And my feeling is that we should pray for you too, because you have been uncovering things of the enemy and things that come against the intercessors and so that nobody would restrict your ministry. Does that make sense to you? I guess that explains partly why our get so many attacks. As the Lord leads, and I want to have time for communion too at the end. But yeah. Okay. okay, I'm just praying for you. Lord, we thank you for our dear sister Carolyn. So many times she has been uncovering, disclosing works of the enemy, even by her dreams and by speaking and things. And we want her to be covered completely, even her ministry, her musical talents, her guitar, her piano, everything that you gave her for going forward, for really proceeding, and her family and every everybody that belongs to her, we place the protection of the Almighty God over her. Almighty God, El Elyon, might may really protect you and all the ones that belong to you. Amen. 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 By the way, that was another thing in that you reminded me in the uh, in the dream on the UK report. I posted it in here if you want it. There were two elements besides seeing the eye in the sky. I also saw a bull with a ring in its nose. And what I saw was we have the authority and the power through the blood of the name of Yeshua to curse the eye and cause it to wither. And also to we have the power and authority to hook up that ring in the nose of the bull, hook it up to Yeshua and take it away because those are the two things working against us. The demonic eyes that are watching us, and I really believe that's what that eye in the sky is, and the bull, which represents the spirit of fear. Because... There's stuff coming. I had too many dreams on this topic. There's stuff coming soon that is going to be terrifying on the earth as God exacts his judgment. And so it's good. But we, the body of Messiah, should not be, and I guess I'm preaching to myself here too, we should not be operating out of a spirit of fear uh, because people in the world are going to be like tearing out their hair and screaming and this actually happened to me the other day with all the craziness that's going on. We offered to babysit for our religious daughter, Shana, who lives in Svat. She and her husband needed a getaway because they're expecting their baby number seven. <laughs> and, and so we offered to watch the four younger kids at home. And so we took them to a park. I forgot something in the car, ran back there. And a man walked up to me and said, with all the chaos and everything that's going on in Israel right now, you're smiling and you have such peace about you. So I asked him, do you want to know why I have peace? And he said, yeah. And so I told him why, and because of Yeshua, and because he's the one who gives peace. And of course, he didn't agree, he was a new ager, but just, he walked away pondering. And this, I'm, that's my prayer for all of us in the body of Messiah, that people will walk up to us and say, what do you have? I want what you have. And <clears throat> I'm praying for more encounters like that. And I pray it for each one of you, that you will have that perfect peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Carolyn, I just want to affirm that I've heard that is really one of the end time weapons of our warfare is our peace. 
And that's a good way to end this whole thing too. If that thing is out there, fine. Let's get right with the Lord and be in our peace. And he, that our peace can probably be the thing that deteriorates that thing more than anything. But isn't, a, isn't the eye a symbol of Kabbalah that all over Israel? Actually the hand. The hand, but what's the also, eye? The Hamsa hand is also, but yes, oftentimes the Hamsa hand will have an eye. Yeah. So it's just like what Katya saw, the yud and the eye, the hand and the eye. It's a good thing, the hand and the eye of God, but it's also a, yeah, symbols. Of I, I think the enemy is trying to twist something here, but the hand and the eye thing, for those of us going to Israel, keep your <laughs> eye out for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, we're working on strategy for that as we go through Israel. I'll be in touch with you, Amen. Caroline, on that. Amen. Caroline, I'm just aware of the time. We should maybe go into a communion now. Yes. Everybody grab their elements. We have no shortage of matzah here. <laughs> abundant, abundant amount of matzah. Yeah, it's the season. By the way, if any of you don't have a Seder to go to, I don't know if this is interesting to you, but this Wednesday on the three-hour watch that I lead on the altar of prayer, we're actually going to have our son, Ariel, and his wife and children, and our younger son, Avi, and his wife and children, plus Marvie and her husband, Dan, God willing, uh, some other people will be joining us at our house for Seder. But it's right during the time of uh, my altar of prayer watch. So we're probably just going to put the computer on the table and you can have Seder with us. So if you don't have a Seder to go to, there's room at the table. When is that, Carolyn? It's what, uh, what from 3 to 6 p.m. Israeli time. And it's, let me put the link in there for anybody who's interested. Actually, just a heads up, they, they like for, as you, Carolyn, they want people to make sure that they're registered on AOP. Ah, uh, Yes. You have, Eliav, you're right. You have to register first. And so if you want to join, do it soon because sometimes it takes them a day to see the emails. And yeah. So yeah, and you can have Seder with us and Ariel and Avi and the family, the family who believe. Carolyn, you put it on one of the signal watches, Carolyn? No, this not? is on the altar of prayer, which is another uh, altar form. Yeah. Um, Carolyn, just. Uh, a quick Eliab just posted the oh here he posted you posted it to me here let's share it with everybody so everybody if they want to can join okay Carolyn before you jump into this is the Shabbat just before Passover yeah. and I just wanted to guide people to Joshua 5 1 through 12 and this is when the Israelites crossed over and God halted them to circumcise and we are in a similar place where God is calling us to circumcise our hearts, going into this Passover to prepare us for what is ahead. And I, we had a very powerful message from Rick Ridings last night. If you haven't, weren't on it, I would encourage us all to listen to it. But we are in that season of Gilgal and looking at Jericho. <laughs> but God, let's prepare our hearts and take this as a really serious time to take a look at our own hearts amen amen go ahead carolyn thank you father lord we bless you oh god of heaven and earth thank you that you have provided us with everything we need to be able to live an abundant life in messiah to be able to defend ourselves 
against the enemy and to be able to launch an offensive whenever you call us out into the battle. And so we thank you that you are our king and our savior. And we just honor you as we lift up, as we lift up the wine. And we thank you for the blood of Messiah, for the joy of your spirit and for the covering that you provide as you pour out your blood over us. And so we thank you with Baruch And we do this in remembrance of you, Yeshua, and the work on the cross that you did for us. And we drink together, Shem Yeshua. And we lift up the bread of our salvation, the bread of our provision, the bread of our sustenance. We are so grateful what you have done for us. We do this in remembrance as you broke that bread and you said, do this in remembrance of me when you eat this. And as we enter into the Seder this week and we eat literally matzah for a whole week and no leaven of any kind, let this be a week of contemplating a life lived with no leaven. Wow. Thank you for giving us this picture of what heaven will be like one day. And so we declare, Baruch Amen. Shalom to each one of you. May God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, and may he keep his eyes on you, and may he keep his hands on you. Each one of you. Shabbat shalom. You want to unmute and declare? God's people said amen. Everybody unmute. Amen. Shabbat shalom. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. 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 Thank you.